things have gotten worse in many ways. You know, there is always the um, the oppression that they experience from being a Christian organization. You have legal battles. They're constantly spending on legal fees to keep their ministry going. And in the midst of it, they're addressing the needs of their neighbor around, like you mentioned, poor shanties where poor families can hardly afford a meal a day. They're distributing food. They're feeding the homeless. And we want to help support their efforts, especially during this time of crisis in Sri Lanka. Hi, and welcome to today's Mid-South Viewpoint. I'm Byron Tyler. You might remember back earlier this year, around July, we told you about a desperate, critical problem across the nation of Sri Lanka, an economic collapse of this nation. We have a connection with our dear friend, Shiara Miles. Shiara is a native Memphian, grew up in Sri Lanka. She stopped by the station and shared her heart for her homeland. She actually has family members there, her brother, his family, and close to 100 relatives living in Sri Lanka impacted by this Again, this economic collapse that is causing food prices and gas shortage. I mean, it's just incredible. You can't even imagine the chaos that's been going on. Some of you have been following this story on the news. There was an event scheduled. It was a night of worship that was going to take place at Eagle Heights Church in Cordova. Pastor Jake Clonch is the pastor. And on July 17th, well, that got canceled. And we're going to find out why and what the plans are now to bring this event back to life to meet this need. Shiara Miles joins us on the phone right now. She, again, lives here in Memphis. She's the founder of Isaiah 613 International. Shiara, welcome to Mid-South Viewpoint. Thank you so much, Byron. It's great to talk with you again. Well, we had this event promoted in front of our Bot Radio Network listeners back in July 17th, but it did not happen. I think you got COVID, right? Yes. <laughs> It was the most mysterious thing. And, you know, it's one of those things that I will never find the answer for. But yes, on the very day of our event, I tested positive for COVID. Are you feeling better now? Oh, yes, much better and strengthened in the Lord. Yes. Uh, You know, it was just a thing of having to trust God and to know that his timing is perfect. Again, we wanted to let our friends know that this Night of worship for prayer and worship in light of the conditions in Sri Lanka has been rescheduled for this Sunday, September 18th at Eagle Heights Church. We've got information to give. The night is going to be focused primarily on the ministry called Footprints Children's Home there in Sri Lanka. You have a friend, Rohin, who directs these homes for boys and girls. Yes, that is correct. My ministry here in Memphis is Isaiah 613 International. It's a 501c3. And we partner with Footprints in Sri Lanka to carry out the work that God has assigned to our ministries, which is to rescue marginalized children, street children, from a life of despair, injustice, and bring them into a safe Christian environment to be raised up with a good education and a hope for a future. Dismal conditions economically there in uh, Sri Lanka. Do you have any update on what's taking place today? Yes. Well, ever since the last time we spoke, there has been a change of government. In fact, if you were to Google Sri Lanka economic crisis, you will see an uprising where the people marched in on the president's home and the president had to flee the country. 
And so we have a new government now. They are trying their very best to stabilize the country and the economy, but it is going to be a very long journey ahead. Right now, looking at trading stats. Sri Lanka is experiencing the 11th consecutive month of rising prices and inflation in the country, which is currently at 64%. Oh my. And it's primarily driven by high food prices. So you can imagine when we last talked, uh, this situation was grave, but currently bread is unaffordable to most poor families. It's a luxury item. Prices have increased five times and price of baby formula has increased four times. So the people are struggling to afford just the basic necessities. We have to pray, Shiara. We definitely have to pray. Yes, That's do. why the event on Sunday night, September 18th at Eagle Heights Church in Cordova with Pastor Jake Clonch is prepared for people to come worship and pray yeah. and also give to help support the work of Footprints Children's Homes which really is such a multifaceted work with boys' and girls' homes. There's a library. There's a food pantry. This ministry extends its outreach to the poorest people who live in the area that live in shanties close by. So it's a very critical, uh, strategic place that can really reach people with practical needs, but also with the gospel of Jesus Christ. Yes, amen. And that is exactly our focus. Um, while we have a boys' home and a girls' home that we take care of about 70-odd children, there is also a school for underprivileged children. And these kids usually come to school without breakfast, and they would go away without any food in their stomachs all day had it not been for the school that was started to not only educate them, but also provide a basic meal for them a day. So we want to continue this school, and right now there is a challenge for the school. We are having to find a new property. The owners of the building uh, are asking for us to release the building by the end of this year. And in the current situation in the country with the economy the way it is, prices have more than tripled. So rent prices are going up. There are so many difficulties and obstacles in the way. But this lady, Rohin, my friend, is, you know, she's really, the only way I can describe her is she's another Mother Teresa. She has a heart of gold and she has a heart of compassion for these children. And so we're pressing in, we're believing that God is going to provide all their needs. The only way to move forward is through prayer and worship and crying out to the Lord. You know, Byron, I'm reminded of the scripture that the Lord gave me for this whole event is found in James chapter 2, verse 15. If you see your poor brother, you know, hungry and naked, and, you know, if you wish him to be well and go in peace, and you do not do anything about that physical condition of hunger and nakedness, what good is your faith? We have such an amazing opportunity here in Memphis to reach out to our poor brothers and sisters in Sri Lanka who are desperately in need of physical provision right now. So I'm most grateful for Pastor Jake Clonch and for Pastor Ken Tony of Dwelling Place International. They're very excited to be able to host this event and to bring Memphis together. And I'm hoping that Christians in Memphis will rally around this effort and come and bless our poor brothers and sisters in Sri Lanka. Well, Shiora, before we continue, I would like to take us back to the conversation that we had earlier this year, back in July, when we were promoting this event the first time, and really share more of your heart about the people of Sri Lanka and about the ministry 
of the Footprints Children's Homes. So we're going to join that conversation and come back at the end and give more details. We'll be right back. Sri Lanka is battling its worst financial crisis since independence in 1948 as decades of economic mismanagement and recent policy errors, coupled with a hit from COVID-19 to tourism, remittances, shriveling foreign reserves to record lows, and really a disastrous situation happening right now. So we wanted to bring this attention to you, dear Bot Radio Network listener. You know, the program is called Mid-South Viewpoint. So we're going a long way to talk about a need in Sri Lanka. There's a connection because we have Shiara Miles, no stranger to our Mid-South Viewpoint friend. She has been on the program before, again, talking about her homeland, Sri Lanka. But it's been some time. Shiara, good to have you in the studio. Thank you so much. It's great to be back. And thank you for having me, Byron. Sri Lanka is your homeland. Yes. Give us some of the backstory to your life. Well, the backstory to my life is actually, I was born in England when my mom was pregnant with me. My father had an opportunity to go to England on a bank assignment. So they decided to go through Israel on their way. So in May of 1967, my parents were in Israel and I was in Hawumb. So doing somersaults, I assume. So you've been to Israel (laughs) before. (laughs) I have, I have, and I was born in London. And then we came back to Sri Lanka, and my first 11 years were in Sri Lanka. What was actual life like growing up and living in Sri Lanka those 11 years? It was wonderful. We were always outdoors. There were no TVs. There was no you know, PlayStation. We were outdoors and like monkeys up on trees and <laughs> playing cricket and playing marbles until my mother would just yell us into the house for dinner. My childhood was, I had the sweetest, one most wonderful memories growing wow. up in Sri Lanka. Give us a geographical picture of just exactly where Sri Lanka is in case those listening might not be real familiar. Sri Lanka is an island, a natural island in the southeastern coast of India in the, on the Indian Ocean. It's tropical. It's absolutely beautiful. Yeah. It has many romantic names given to it by travelers of all times, but it has been a very famous tourist spot until recent times. Yes. As I mentioned, the economic mismanagement and the, yes. the difficulty that is happening right now it has defaulted on a multi-million pound foreign debt payment, which has really deepened the nation's worst economic crisis since it gained independence in 1948. The prime minister is appealing for foreign help to bail out the government, which has almost run out of reserves or just down to nothing right now. Yes. And it's causing chaos, right, among it the is. people. It is. And it's a tragic state that my country is in, having been known as a paradise island and to see the chaos on the streets, the people protesting because they're starving right now, you know, and they're fed up of the government and they want righteousness in government and they want action. So they've taken to the streets and what started off as a peaceful protest in early April has has now turned into violence. Yeah, it's very toxic right now. Very. The crisis is already overwhelming for an average Sri Lankans like a auto rickshaw driver. He's 64 years old who was recently standing in line for gasoline for more than 16 hours, folks, okay, Mm -hmm. for 64-year-old man waiting in line for 16 hours so he can do his job to provide for his family. Very, very sad. And in fact, um, about a month ago, there were two older men that died while waiting 
oh in these long lines. Wow. They fell, yes, and fell and died on the spot. A 33-year-old garment worker decided to apply for a job as a maid in Kuwait after her husband was laid off from a small restaurant where he worked as a cook. She says, my husband lost his job because there was no cooking gas and food costs have skyrocketed. It's very hard to find work and the salaries are very low. She says she earns about 2,500 Sri Lankan rupees, which is $6.80 a day mm. with two children. That's impossible. That is impossible. I just don't know how people are surviving. I heard that uh, a packet of milk for a baby was 600 rupees about three weeks ago, and it doubled in price in two weeks oh, to wow. 1,200 rupees. So it's translate a huge to, amount. Translate that to English monies, um, American monies. What would that be like? So that would be um, about $300. Sorry, 300 rupees to a dollar. Okay. So we're talking $2 to $4 that this has climbed in just two short weeks. And this was three weeks ago that I got this report. What's going on in Sri Lanka is touching me in a very personal way because I have a brother and his family and about 100 relatives. I come from a very big family. Mm. So knowing their plight, it's hard for me to get up in the mornings and cook two eggs and a piece of toast and eat it without thinking about people oh. not having that yes. back home. No, it's not easy. And like this dear garment worker I just mentioned who is just trying to get enough to take care of her two children yes. and her husband. I mean, it's so tragic right now. Uh, we serve a Lord that understands how to be compassionate. Through His Holy Spirit in us, because Christ lives in us, that compassion goes out. And yes. we can't look at a situation and turn our back on it. We're going to step back from the conversation with Shiara Miles just for a moment as we talk about the desperate situation in the nation of Sri Lanka in light of the economic collapse of the country that's causing chaos, rioting in the streets. People are desperate for food. Shiara has mentioned bread is a luxury for many just trying to find enough food to eat for their families. And we're also concerned about Footprints Children's Homes, a ministry that Rohin is the director of. Shiera is a personal friend. They have been working together to do ministry through Isaiah 613 International that's based here in Memphis. That's why there's this connection. That's why Pastor Jake Clunch of Eagle Heights Church joins us now to kind of share his thoughts about why this is so important that our community rally behind a need like this that's so far away, Pastor Jake. Yes. You know, when Shiara first approached me about hosting the event, I really didn't even have to think or pray about it much. I've known Shiara for some time now and know her heart. Uh, my wife and I just really appreciate her heart for Christ and for the nation and for the nations. So when she came to us about her nation, Sri Lanka, the desperate situation that we already knew they were in from just watching the world news. For us, it was just, you know, something we didn't even have to think about. And, you know, when we started Eagle Heights back 13 years ago, one of the foundational pillars of our church was just to be a church that not only reached our local community here in the Memphis area and, and the nation of America, but also beyond our shores. And so we've been a real missions-minded church, globally speaking, from day one. And we're always looking for opportunities to get involved where we feel like we can make an impact, especially when we have a, a very personal connection with someone like Shiara. 
you know, all the funds raised, everything that we do that night is going to go straight to the ministry there because we have that connection with Shiara who has personal relationships there and can get all of the resources straight to the ground in Sri Lanka. So we're really excited about that. And not only what we're doing for Sri Lanka, but also just an opportunity to come together with several other congregations here in Memphis and just worship God together. You know, Memphis has been through so much here recently, and you can almost cut the division with a knife here lately. I think it's a God setup for us to come together and three diverse congregations coming together in unity and worshiping God. So it's just all together going to be a wonderful night. Eagle Heights, located at 9408 Macon Road in Cordova. The time is this Sunday night, 6 p.m. Worship and to pray for the desperate situation of the nation of Sri Lanka. Give where you can. Desperately need prayers. Thank you so much for joining Bot Radio Network. It's my pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. Well, friends, we're going to continue this conversation now and talk more with Shiara. Footprints, Boys and Girls Homes, Mm -hmm. that you support this home for boys and girls. Is this something that has recently come on your radar, or is this something you've been involved with for a while now? Well, for a while. I found out about Footprints when I was in Sri Lanka in 2005. Footprints actually was started by a mother and daughter duo who began to serve street children in Sri Lanka. One day, this lady was um, driving somewhere and saw some street children eating off of a garbage bin, and she invited them home, fed them a meal, and um, read the Bible to them. That's how it started in her kitchen. Then it evolved into a bigger ministry outreach to other street children where she partners with families to bring these kids in from the streets who are usually left neglected either due to poverty, severe poverty, or addictions where the parents are not able to take care of the children. Sexual abuse too is big. Sexual abuse as well. So they are brought in from the streets, from the slums, in partnership with the families to raise the children in a very positive Christian environment, giving them the best education that is available in Sri Lanka, which is really good. And they're sent to the best schools through the help of sponsorships. And these children, they grow up in the knowledge of Jesus, and it's powerful to be in their presence and hear them pray. You know, they like, it's just, <laughs> I, every time I go, I visit them because I, I'm so blessed by their prayers yes. and their prayer life. And this lady, particularly, Rohin, she prays four hours a day. Her prayer life is incredible. Her service to the Lord, I mean, I'm just overwhelmed by her life. So in this climate, we support this orphanage. Uh, it's actually, it became a place for orphans also after the tsunami. But it was a home for boys and girls before, uh, for underprivileged children. But as of the tsunami, the population in the, these homes have grown to also receive children who were left as orphans after the, the tsunami. My organization here in Memphis, which is Isaiah 613 International, supports these homes through sponsorships. And we've been doing this now for several years since we began. Yeah, we talked about this before. Right. So now our focus is how can we at least get them secured with supplies for three to six months? Economic solution is at least a year away. So 
my organization here, um, our board members are considering how can we help them build sustainability. Chiara is on the phone line. She's actually at work today, and so we had to kind of break this interview up a little bit. She has a short time to give us some more information, but you have developed, Chiara, a very close personal friendship with Rohin. Yes, that is correct. I actually met her in 2005 after the tsunami. If you remember, there was an earthquake in Indonesia that caused a great wave to go across the Indian Ocean. On that day, December 26, 2004, there was a great tsunami that wiped away about 35,000 souls in Sri Lanka. And around the relief effort that my church took to Sri Lanka, I met Rohin and have been friends with her since then. She has been diligently loving on these children, her and her staff working to provide their needs. And it's getting to be more and more difficult, as you mentioned, from the conversation that we just heard, which was earlier back in July, things have gotten worse. Well, yes, things have gotten worse in many ways. You know, there is always the um, the oppression that they experience from being a Christian organization. You have legal battles. They're constantly spending on legal fees to keep their ministry going. And in the midst of it, they're addressing the needs of their neighbor around, like you mentioned, poor shanties where poor families can hardly afford a meal a day. They're distributing food. They're feeding the homeless, and we want to help support their efforts, especially during this time of crisis in Sri Lanka. Why tie worship into this night? Why is that so important to you, Shiara? Well, you know, I don't know any other way to approach this. This is warfare. This is spiritual warfare. And the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. They're spiritual. And we cannot approach such a a huge responsibility without first approaching the throne of God and seeking His mercy, seeking His favor. And when churches here in Memphis are willing to come together, that just shows the connection that we have in the body of Christ here. And I'm just so blessed by these two churches, Eagle Heights and Dwelling Place International, and my own synagogue, Brit Hadashah, who have in times past come together to worship the Lord together. And it's been a, a great relationship that has been developing for several years now, and I cannot imagine doing anything better uh, to address the, the very real need in Sri Lanka than for brothers and sisters to come together in worship and prayer. That's a great word. Again, that night is this Sunday night, 6 p.m. at Eagle Heights Church in Cordova, 9408 Macon Road. Friends, you're encouraged to come to be prepared to worship the Lord together, to pray and learn more about the ministry of Footprints Children's Homes for boys and girls under the direction of Rohin that's doing incredible work there in Sri Lanka. Really in desperate, dark days, but the light of the gospel still shines Jesus said, I will build my church, and the gates of hell will not prevail. Even in the darkest days, the light of the gospel is still shining, and it's still shining in the heart of his people, 
And we have to support each other. We have to pray for each other. Remember those who are suffering for the cause of Christ. And right now, friend, this is an opportunity for us as the body to lift up our sister here in this local ministry that's connected with Sri Lanka, Isaiah 613 International. You can go to the website, too, and learn more. It's Isaiah 613 International.org to get more details. But can you remind us for this Sunday night, Chiara, what our listeners can expect when they come? We will start off uh, with worship. There will be two sessions of worship led by Eagle Heights, and then there will be intermittent prayer from various people who will come up to pray and share their experience with the organization of Isaiah 613 and also Footprints in Sri Lanka. And then we will conclude once again with worship and prayer. The main focus of this event is to worship and pray and seek the Lord's face concerning this because this is a spiritual battle that has to be fought in the spiritual realm first. Yes. We will also share about the ministry and the outreach and the challenges that we're facing in Sri Lanka during this evening and give an opportunity for people to engage in this work uh, if they're so moved at the end of the evening when we will have a dessert reception and a time of engaging. Hopefully people will be moved to give and get involved. Again, the address for Eagle Heights Church in Cordova, friend, is 9408 Macon Road, 9408 Macon Road in Cordova. Please don't forget the website for Isaiah613International.org to keep up with more details about the ongoing work and support of Footprints Children's Homes in Sri Lanka. Your help is desperately needed. Now, you may not be able to attend this Sunday night. Maybe you have prior commitments in your own church. You can still give. You can still pray. That's so important, right, Shiara? Yes, absolutely. Uh, Prayer is key, and we covet your prayers. And also, we encourage you to go to our website. Once again, it's Isaiah, I-S-A-I-A-H, 613, and you can put I-N-T-L or international.org. Okay. Isaiah, 613-I-N-T-L.org. Shiara, thank you so much for providing this newest information, and I'm so glad that you are able to uh, reorganize this night of worship for the situation in Sri Lanka, again, to help support the ministry of Footprints Children's Homes for Boys and Girls. Friend, please be in prayer. Please come out and support this Sunday night, September 18th, 6 p.m. at Eagle Heights Church, 9408 Macon Road. Well, Shiara, God bless you. Thank you for how you are being used to uh, love on the people of Sri Lanka, your homeland. Sharing this passion with our friends as a sister in Christ, we want to lift you up and the people of Sri Lanka and also find ways we can pray and also give and help support this need. Thank you so much for sharing with us today here on Mid-South Viewpoint. Thank you, Byron. Thank you for having me on your show. Once again, I really appreciate your encouragement and your support. I was just you know, reminded of the Lord's words when he said that even if you give a cup of cold water to one of these least of my brethren, you have done it unto me. Friends, that's all the time we have on this edition of Mid-South Viewpoint. Thanks for stopping by. I'm Byron Tyler, and we'll talk to you next time. Bye-bye.